Oh, is we in this bitch? Of course. I was only two minutes in, and I was like, nah, I ain't really like how I came in on the last one. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a milestone. You feel me? It's a milestone, and this ain't going to be no long episode just because it is, but it is. So, you know, we're going to get right into it, you know, just off of, because some things, just off the strength, you know? This is it. Let me get up out of here. Cause I ain't even realized this nigga game was going in like this. You feel me? But I can't. All right, all right, all right. All right. I'll bring it back. Cause it's a real one. Y'all better not come to my funeral with that fake shit. Y'all better off realizing there's nothing that y'all can do with me. All I ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me. 100. Yeah. All I ever ask is one. That's all niggas ever ask. Now let's get right into it. You bitch. I shouldn't be opening up the podcast like that, man. Just dropping f bombs like that. Yeah, you hear me? I shouldn't be doing no shit like that. But it is what it is, man. We out here because it's a big, big, big one hundred episodes. One hundred episodes. I still, <laughs> I still have not put in a uh. A round of applause in this bitch yet, so I will give myself a quick. I mean, you hear what I'm saying? It's your one and only favorite word. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. And that's all I ever wanted, man. 
psych. It's been a journey. A hundred episodes. I'm kind of proud of it. Honestly, it's cool. A hundred episodes. I've done a hundred podcasts. You know, um, I could have been done it. It's funny because I uh, was just looking at a post. I was just looking at a post and uh, that I, that I had did for uh, the election. My uh, my 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 November, my my Kanye election, and uh, that was episode seventy nine. My post was the fifth, so it was like literally, you know, I recorded it the night of the election. So that was episode seventy nine, and here I am at a hundred, and it's, you know, we're two months away. So the truth, so that's damn near thirty episodes. So you know, shit, that ain't up like twenty one episodes. So I, I should have been, you hear me? I should have been um at a hundred episodes, but I'm here now. I'm here now, and uh, who do I have to thank? I have to thank uh, Cheaty. Shout out Cheaty. Shout out Cheaty. Uh, first podcast I was ever on was his. Uh, we was deep. We was deep. It was like eight of us. <laughs> it was like eight of us, maybe twelve of us, on the motherfucking podcast. We fucking, we fucking live. We fucking mic'd up the whole entire main studio. We mic'd up the 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 main live room, live room A. Niggas got in the the big control room, the main control room with the motherfucking SSL, and uh, yeah, we had somebody running that shit, and we did a whole fucking podcast, and that shit was dope. And I was like, damn, this is fun. I got to pop my shit. And I had already been thinking about it also, like, I, I was hearing, I, I was listening to podcasts at that time. So maybe I maybe I didn't think to do my own podcast until I heard Cheedy talking about it. But when I really start, when I really started is when I heard Dash tell Cheedy to just start it. Like, he was like, he was like, bro, he was like, Dash, like, how do I, like, get on my own, get my own part, po- uh, podcast or start my own podcast or blah, blah, blah. And Dash was like, yeah. Uh, or, or, or she was either asking to get on somebody's or whatever. How do we, and dad's like, yeah, you know, just, just start your own. And I was like, damn, yeah, I could just start my own. I have pro tools. I have a mic. I have all this shit at home. I'm rapping all the time. It's not like I don't know how to record myself. Uh, I love to talk. Well, I don't love to talk. Well, I do love to talk. I can't help it. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, so, um. Yeah, and that's what it, that that's how I started. That's how I started. And it's funny cuz on my YouTube page, on my YouTube page, I probably have a good I would say 10 to 20 episodes on my YouTube page cuz I started off I started off as a uh, as a as a sports podcast for the most part. So I was really kind of biting off of all uh, because at this time, the at this time the first podcast that I that I was listening to on a regular basis was um was uh the Jalen and Jacoby uh podcast. Well, actually, no, that's a lie. That's a big lie because I didn't start podding until what twenty seventeen. Yeah, like twenty seventeen or some shit like that. So. Yeah, that's a huge lot. That's a huge lot. I was definitely listening to Brilliant Idiots and shit by then. Hella other podcasts. Um, but I don't know. For whatever reason, I guess I just went with like Lakers just thinking sports. All right, that's an easy like niche kind of shit to do, you know? And then for whatever reason, 
I just started putting my once I started like putting my shits on SoundCloud and this and that shit. That's when I started naming them. And if I'm being totally honest, I don't even think there's an episode one on my podcast page. Let's look at it. Let's look it up right quick. Let's look it up. So while I do that, you know what I got to play. Shout out my cousin Chris. I love you, nigga. Oh, my mama. Said where I would stop me before I even started. When I get to one brick, in the game I with the pop wait. Got to one brick, then I look to the sky like, sorry, got a lava, give me one more try. Got to two bricks, new cars, new whips, but niggas never learn to they end up in the news clip. The irony you're selling drugs is sort of like using it. Guess it's two sides to what substance abuse is. Can't stop, won't stop, dick to this new shit. Brand new convertibles, I'm so ruthless. Front row fight night, see how okay. big the is. That is true. Falling. Uh, yes. So, episode number three. <laughs> now, that's hilarious. That's hilarious as shit. The fact that I started doing podcasts, the fact that I started doing podcasts around that time frame, because the episode is how the fuck my bit let me for a bit now all these episodes i just dropped uh it says november 2nd 2018 so from like 2 to 19 i just dropped all those in the same day uh that's when i first started uploading my shit to, to apple and blah 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 so yeah that's where i start off so episode three officially is my first episode on apple and shit but yeah guys like i said it's been a long journey man it's been cool uh like i said i've been getting my shit off from the very from the very uh jump you know i used to really take a lot of pride first i was short in episodes but then i started to like i don't know maybe get like competitive and with myself and, and other people but just my own competitive and i'm looking at motherfuckers like man these niggas got two and three hosts and Niggas is only giving niggas 30 minutes and 40 minute episodes. Like, what the fuck? Like, nigga, I can run a minute. I can run an hour 30 by myself. I can average 50 minutes. I can average an hour by myself. Now, I've grown. Now, do I still do that? Yes. This is what I will say. The difference between now and then, um, I, I will say my style of how I go about sometimes stretching those out may not be the best because <laughs> i might i i feel like I'll, I'll be in circles you know but um yeah man 100 fucking episodes 100 episodes i look forward to getting to uh to 200 you know i still don't know what i talk about on this podcast i still couldn't tell you motherfuckers have been asking me forever what do you talk about what do you i don't know I have some cool episodes. Episode number five, that's like, that's what got a lot of people fucking with me in the beginning. Can't poke on white wives anymore. That was, that's a classic. That's a, I was giving it up. <laughs> I was giving it up. You know, out of the hundred, matter of fact, let's just go through. Let me just go through a couple that I think are really cool. That I, that off, just off of memory, 
I might think that uh, I fuck with. Um, for sure, episode five. I can't poke poke on white wives. Um, hold on, I need to spit. I'm sorry, that took forever. Um, that was a funny episode. I was sitting at work one day and doing what I used to normally be doing. Well, shit, still be doing. Um, looking on Craigslist, old good old Craigslist personals. See what the common free talking about tonight. And then it wasn't there. And I was like, hold on, where is it at? I looked again. It wasn't there. I got on Google, and I seen it. I and I remember when it hit Backpage. I remember when the government took down Backpage. Never would have thought they would have came from Craig. They came for Craig though. They came for him, or or, or the list, whatever. Him, her, she, they, whatever. Long story short, they got that bitch up out of there. So I had to speak on that. I had to speak on that. I damn, I remember that. It was like a Thursday too. That was the wild part. <laughs> That's the part that made it funny. Because it was like on a Thursday, my nigga, like literally one day from the weekend. And the wife's, well, come on. <laughs> That's just like anybody and everybody. But you know what I'm saying? It's the weekend. Niggas is finna get crazy. It's some free bitch birthday. She about to get piped out by six, seven niggas. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't no telling what finna go on. Now, all of a sudden, motherfuckers ain't got no communicate, no line of communication no more. <laughs> shit just went, shit just went off the grid. <laughs> that was a while. That was funny. I had no choice but to speak on it. So yeah, that was episode five. Damn, this might no, nah, this ain't gonna be a long episode. I, I, I might just spend more time in, in going over the hundred because it's a hundred and the other shit. Is more so recap. So it's cool. Um, let's see. All American White Girl. Wow. That was a good one. That was a good one. I matter of fact, I need to go back in there and edit that and and, and put featuring free Wheezy. Cause me and my nigga Wheezy got some classics. Wheezy was on episode seven too. Uh Corny Niggas. That was a great one. Uh let's see what else we got. What else we got? Shook up for like 20 minutes. Okay. So that's an episode that I like to, you know, that's an episode that I like to bring up sometimes when people ask. I'm like, okay, well, I got one episode because I really be wanting to say I can't I can't poke on white wives is my favorite, even though it's not. But I know it's probably like the most like wowing one, you know, to hear it for the first or whatever the case but uh, but I'll normally say no. I got this one, you know, because I'll tell people. I was like, you know, my content when I was doing it a lot, episodes and shit all the time. Excuse me. It was kind of whatever I was talking about, whatever was going on, this and that. But now that I kind of just do them biweekly. Long story short is. I knew I always kind of wanted evergreen content, but it's hard to do that. Just like it's hard to like consistently put out a good podcast episode. I will maybe not a good podcast episode, but a blazing. Oh, oh shit. shit. I got to stop, stop guys. guys. My, My card, card is full. full. Damn, Damn it. it. All right. And we're back. All right. We're back. Um, 
So, anyways, uh, it's not so much that it's difficult to put uh, a good podcast episode out, but like I said, a blazing, a uh, it's tough, man. <laughs> Long story short, this shit is hard, uh, especially evergreen content, shit that just kind of is like classic material, you know? Um, and so this episode shook up for like 20 minutes. That was one of the like early episodes I could say for me of like, oh, this is kind of like my first piece, kind of. Not really, but um, of evergreen kind of content, you know, uh, more so just because it didn't have obviously because it didn't have anything to do with what was necessarily going on within the world at that time. Um, but. You know, I kind of like the lesson in it, you know, uh, not being disciplined, said I was going to stop smoking weed. I didn't stop smoking weed. Uh, almost. I didn't almost get into a car accident. I didn't almost get into a car accident, uh, but it could have been bad because I was high and just not paying attention or really I just wasn't paying attention, but I was high, too. So, um, yeah, that episode. Let's see what else we got. Oh, shit. I'm going down. Um, a uh, white man got a tough. Uh, I think that was a good episode. Black folk, what we want, good episode. Uh, want no ads? That's pretty decent. Black women quit capping. That was okay. The wow, that's a wild nostalgia. That was a really good episode. Uh, shout out uh, Ramaka. She was on that one with me. Uh, why would I hire her? That was a good one. See, yeah, I can't even go through all these shits because it's just too many. Like, I don't even know. Acknowledge hypocrisy. Wild one. Great episode. Uh, yeah, I was wilding for it on that one. For real. And that was, uh, there's so many more. But anyways. I guess what I talk about is whatever the fuck I want to talk about. Whenever the fuck I want to talk about. Maybe not however, though. You know, because you got to, you know, I can't be, you can't, and that's the thing, you know, I've noticed, <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to change the intro. I want to, I think one day, maybe not, but I think one day I might be able to do a podcast episode with no cursing at all. I almost feel like I want to. But I've been saying that since I was like 19 of like, you know, one day I'm just going to stop cursing. I think it was because I heard Jalen Rose say it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. I think maybe I heard Jalen Rose say that shit one time. Like, you know what? Or he was like, you know, I just stopped cursing. Like, I just went cold turkey. And it's like, I haven't cursed it, you know. And I remember one time listening to the podcast and hearing him almost curse. It was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> that shit was so funny. It was, I forgot what was being said. I forgot what was said. But uh, I think he almost was like, shit. I, I can't even remember the curse word he said. But, like, it was so apparent. I was like, oh, <laughs> That was hella funny, man. But all right, let me transition, man. I've been 20 minutes into this shit. Um now, I know I was talking about Forever Green just now and content that ain't got shit to do with blase blah uh what's going on with the world. But let me just say, man, 
I feel like there's some things that just deserves a little bit of grace. And we should cherish some moments. Like, shit be moving too fast now, bro. Like, if you don't talk about some shit within three days of something happening, it's damn near old news. It is old news. God forbid a week. It's old news. It's crazy. But there's some things that just... It's some shit that just mean more. I can't help it. So I got to. You know what I'm saying? I ever go back to this episode. I w- Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a good nostalgia because we finna talk about that moment. Where I want to. Nah, we finna. Matter of fact. Because some shit. We got talk on your part. Shut, shut the nigga. fuck up, this. Shit, nigga, no, I'm not going to shut, shut up, the fuck up, this, no, nigga. Not. Hey, it's our time. Now you're not. not. Now I'm not. They talk, nigga. Let the music the talk. Go in yeah. A moment. We didn't violate you. No. A moment. An amazing moment. This is hip hop. We in the I cannot believe. It's crazy what this versus stage is ha, ha, is coming to be, man. It truly is like, let's just think about where we was. Let's really, and I seen a meme yesterday that that really was like, wow. <laughs> when when I probably the best example ever, damn near of showing of like, yo, the world stops for nobody. I forgot what the meme was exactly. But it was like somebody running, I think. And it was like me processing 2020. And then somebody like being right on their ass running behind them. And it was 2022. Like, bro, that shit. 2022 is right here. It's right here. 2022, I will be I will be damn near out of a relationship for almost as, as long as I was in one. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> hey yo, I should delete that. I ain't mean that. I ain't mean that. That was <laughs> boy. Oh boy, I need some motherfucking therapy. That shit crazy. I say all this to say versus was amazing last year we start off swizz and tim talking good shit battle of the producers good beats live niggas is tuned in that motherfucker then we run it up run it right back hit boy boy wonder i think i probably felt like boy was gonna win i was trying to i was rooting for hit though And then we had maybe another producer battle? Or was that the only producer battle after those two? I think we had the songwriter battle maybe after that. One or two of them. And then it's just been straight artists. Think about where we didn't came from with bad internet service. I feel like Nelly would have got Luda up out of here if it was not for internet service. Then they 
finally start doing them together. Then we had, you know, and I think Snoop and DMX was the first. I think they might have been one of the one of the earlies. They might have been the first one or two that did theirs together. Or was that? No, 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 no. I think the people that did theirs together was uh uh uh, uh what, what what was it? Elephant Man? Was it Elephant Man? And uh and I forgot, but the reggae artists and they said that shit went crazy. They said that one was stupid. But again, think about just really think about where we didn't came from with this versus shit and where we at now just a year later. A year later. Again, listen to this. Come on, nigga. Run it back. Run it back. That happened last Tuesday versus Locks Dipset. After the Bow Wow, after the Bow Wow and Soldier, see, and this is kind of what I was trying to explain to my brother, and I think, I think maybe seeing Bow Wow and soldier doing it for whatever reason it kind of made me look at the careers a little different and i think like i was saying on the episode because i you know niggas was trying to front on on, on soldier and bow was laughing in this net but if you ask me i thought soldier that i could be wrong it felt like soldier was having a moment during that during that during that song during during that round of nigga we made it and uh, it made me think like, damn, hold up. Because this versus shit is giving niggas, is really giving some folks like an opportunity of just like, hey, it, you know what it is? It's hard to front on an artist that that you could give a set to. Think about that, man. When you step on that versus stage, you got 20. Don't get me wrong. We all know that. I say that almost in terms, again, of Bow and, again, of Soldier. Depending on who you are, your, your, your age bracket, your tax bracket, you know what I'm saying? You might try to front on them. You know, you know niggas love front on Bow Wow. Say whatever. Niggas love front on Bow Wow. Soldier is soldier. Big Draco. But I remember. Some of it I forgot. So it makes me think about Jada. This was Jada's second appearance. On Versus. I think Jada is the only person. With a repeat appearance on the versus stage. I went into it fully rooting for Dipset. Knowing in my heart, 
Dipset was going to win. Three days before the battle, all I'm saying is 20 0 dips. Big American flag, 20 0 dips. I was wrong. I was wrong. This nigga. We ain't playing with. This is New York. This what these niggas want, right? Oh, shit. I don't do Instagram. I don't do Twitter. I don't do none of that shit. Let's go, Tech. This what I do, nigga. Again. What this versus stage might be turning into and maybe it is already there but i'll really like to give shit the test of time and just understanding the world we live in shit come and go shit come and go being that kiss especially kiss being that kiss had his second appearance on versus with an immaculate performance. You heard the shit that he popping. This is what I do. Kiss been telling niggas top five dead or alive. Shout out my baby Ritz. Shout out my baby Ritz. She know. <laughs> On my birthday in the comment. Alexa, play Jada Kiss. I miss you. <laughs> That's our joy. <laughs> we used to always, we used to always be talking about that song in high school. Like, yo, this nigga kiss went stupid. What we call fixing a bike, putting a tire on it. Come on, I don't know if niggas relate to that line the way they should. I ain't even gonna say the way you should, but boy, oh boy, <laughs> that is, I relate to that verbatim. So, I didn't think he was going to beat Fabulous. I did not think he was going to beat Loso. But like this nigga Tyler was saying, these niggas cared. They cared about this shit. They really cared about this shit. So when he was up there with Loso, drunk, wilding, but he still had a game plan, and he came back. When Los was dropping shit for the, for the bitches, this nigga Kiss was dropping hard shit still, running it up. So now again, we get here. We seen it. We know what happened. Kiss and them go crazy. Their sales go up 200%. I'm listening to the JBP. This is what makes me ask it again. Now, I ain't even think about it on this end before. This whole time, I've been thinking, yo, the versus stage might really be like, and I don't want to say make or break, but for a lack of better words, I will use make or break. Niggas' legacies, the make. Again, kissed and went up there two times. One, he did, and he and he been checking the boxes. Not even... He's checking the boxes on all the hip-hop rapper artist shit. But he checking the boxes on the internet shit too, though. My nigga up there getting good memes off, good gifts, good shit. Like, quotable. Like, he's getting his... He is really taking advantage of 
of what this verse is staged and how it is like in how how we interact with it as as the culture and as consumers this nigga kiss has tapped into this bitch amazingly you know what i'm saying so i'm listening to the jbp they talking about how uh money power respect all that shit been playing i've been playing all about the benjamins like crazy not even like crazy but i've never thought to play all about the benjamins at work on fox radio for the two years i've been there and I've probably played or thought about playing. I've definitely played it once. I might have played it three times. I've thought about it at least five. And for whatever reason, either it probably wasn't in the system and I got to doing something else and then forgot to bring it up on my phone. I thought about playing it mad times because I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is a classic. But I'm thinking about Kiss. I'm thinking about how I cannot get over the fact that I watched one of the best hip hop moments ever. Them niggas was up there looking amazing. Like, they're goats now. When Kiss say top five dead or alive, are we really kind of... And this is where I say where I need to move on, <laughs> where I need to move this shit forward. Is niggas, well, no, 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 not moving forward. Let me just keep moving forward with the story. So Joe Budden was talking about that. Then they was talking about how they went into the strip club and they played a whole dip set set. DJ plays a, a, a diplomat set. Normally, dip set rings off. It always goes crazy. I ain't never been somewhere where dip set ain't ring off. No matter where I was at. Texas. California, VA, Georgia, Korea, it didn't fucking matter. When when goddamn Santana's Town come on and Dipset Anthem, it's a, it's a motherfucking rap, especially Santana's Town. Apparently, they Ice was saying that the shit didn't hit. Then Joe was like, damn, no, I wasn't hitting. So it makes me ask. Say you get up there on that versus stage and get your ass embarrassed. Is that a blemish? Like, is that one of those things we start holding to people like, like LeBron? LeBron, one of the greatest we ever seen. So many people would argue the greatest, but so many people would not because of the fact when Michael Jordan got to the stage, he was acting like Jada. His shit been looking great. His shit is looking undefeated. His shit is looking dominant. His shit is looking like something we can only marvel at. That's what, that's what his shit looking like. Dipset got up there with we've seen the public fallouts. We've seen niggas not doing this and that. 
niggas getting up there not knowing their words. I was so hyped for this. So hyped for this. Hold up, because I got to, you hear me? Matter of fact. You feel me? When they played their first song, Fuck You, Jada and them, I'm like, I don't even know this shit. I never even heard it. Whatever. They doing their thing, but whatever. What my niggas fitting to play? Them niggas come out with, I almost want to play that shit right now. Where is it at? I know I got it. I know I got it somewhere. I ain't got it. I do. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to play that shit right quick. What? Oh, y'all hoes. Oh, there we go. Yeah, he makers. Killer. Let's do it. This is it Come on, man. Feel good, man. Taliban. Diplomats. Come on. Yeah. Oh my god! This is music right here. Once again, where you at? I feel like Rocky or something, man. Yo, they try to box me in a corner for the long Oh my god! Dipset does something to me. You have to understand. Dipset truly does something to my mind, body, and soul. So when my nigga Santana gets up, because you have to understand. I've been watching verses. We've been watching verses. We understand what should come with it. Everybody don't do it. That was the difference with Wheezy, Walt Bow Wow, and, and, and Soldier. This nigga Bow Wow was truly performing. So when Santana gets up there, and stumbles over the words. I got weak in the knees, guys. I literally exit out of the verses. I couldn't do it. That 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 early in the game. And we seen what continued to happen. It was an onslaught. It was an onslaught. And they tried to come back. They tried when my niggas, you. Tell them that I sent you. I was in my room last Friday night at like three in the morning. So hype off this part. <laughs> I see some niggas in the city in the town. I like it. Like it's 
I'm so I was so hype. I was so hype rewatching that shit back. I was so hype rewatching that shit back. Like it was such a and that's what I'm saying, man. And and I really hate to just be all over the place, but I just feel like I gotta say this. Like last week, just as a black person, you can't and I ain't even gonna just say as a black person, but if you really like if you really like and that's what and that's the kind of shit I be talking about though. Like I understand, and this is where I understand with the old heads when they like, how you gonna my nigga, don't tell me you fuck with hip hop. Don't tell me you be making beats and all this and that, but you ain't even watched the verses last week though. You ain't watched locks and dip. Don't tie how you love it, how you fuck with hip hop, how you fuck with anything in the culture. How could you fuck with the culture even in the slightest bit? You ain't even watched the dipset locks versus? Let me be honest with you. I won't say it, but this is the kind of shit that niggas got to keep their eyes out for moving forward. If you know, you know. God damn. Um, so what I will say is, what I will say is, this shit was amazing. This shit was amazing to watch. It felt so what I like again. Niggas like motherfuckers really been watching this shit back over like this joint got just this one got five. This got this somebody's off brand ass fucking you feel me? Five thousand views on that shit. Hold whoa, 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 hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Let's be quick about it. Let's be quick about it. We can't have that going on. We cannot have that going on, dog. Um so yeah, man, it's just uh it, it it was truly amazing. But I say all this again to say it makes me wonder about what the versus stage is going to be like moving forward. What does the versus stage look like in 10 years? You know? Um, because I can remember growing up, coming up, rapping when I was 19, 20 and shit like that. Like when being on the freshman list really like now it's kind it seems kind of I'm not gonna say watered down, but it just kind of seems different. You know what I'm saying? I wonder if the versus stage turns into maybe being like the summer jam stage or the being on an XXL uh free freshman free freshman uh freestyle cover, whatever the fuck. Freshman's list. What are you what is that shit called? Freshman XXL? I don't even know what that shit is called anymore. Um, but just these, these milestone moments, you know, these, 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 these things to solidify legacy and shit like that, you know, in your career as a hip hop artist, because I feel like Jada has now, I feel like, especially off of this past verses, but off, off his, his two verses alone, man, I think. It probably has done more for his career uh, than we probably could have imagined, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas is going to speak on Jada Kiss's versus performances like 60-point playoff games. Like, nah. Like, remember when Giannis dropped 50 in the closer? 
He averaged 40 in the final series. But then for the closer, he dropped 50 in the game six. We're not doing seven. We're not doing no bullshit. I'm dropping 50. You will remember this. And that's really all it be taking sometimes. We see what happened with people's with albums. One hit wonders with songs. Your name don't be forgotten because of shit like that, you know? This versus stage really might fuck around and solidify people in years to come. Again, just off the criteria alone, you got to have 20 of them things. And just everybody can't do that. So it's already love just by being on there to begin with. It's like, damn, he on the versus stage, he got 20 of them things. But then if you go up there and show off, really show out. Hey, man. Hey, who knows, doggy? Who knows? But, yeah, let's see. If Was there anything else that I kind of wanted to speak on about with that? I don't believe so. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, what y'all niggas been up to, man? When the last time y'all motherfuckers, you hear me? Um, let's see. Uh, I'll just spitball this right quick. Uh, working at telemarketing, man, it it makes me because I come in contact with so many people. And even though I used to come in contact with a lot of people doing door to door, but with this and just kind of how people be reacting sometimes, it's kind of like, it just makes me think about shit a little different. And, uh, sometimes it was somebody today, you know, I think it was this young chick. I don't know. Long story short is I feel like my generation The kind of things that we're like upset about or we care about is a lot of the social justice shit. So I think my generation, we might be some weird version of like um, the 60s of like this hippie kind of free and maybe not i could be very wrong i could be very wrong um but i feel like we're kind of like that and i say and and, and i feel like the older generation like my pops's age and shit which is like mid 50s and stuff i feel like their generation like, I'll call some of those people sometime, and they'll be mad and blah, blah, blah. And I get it. And I'll be thinking sometime, I'm like, everybody mad because everybody broke. And every time a nigga like me calling them, it's just another fucking reminder of how they ain't got no money to even entertain the idea. Like, no, nigga, I don't want no free estimate because I'm so broke. I can't, like, I don't even want to entertain this shit because I know... And then you might sell me too good. And now I'm in a worse hole. I get it. Random offhand, offhand ass theory I literally thought of today. 
I feel like my parents in them generation, they're really upset. They probably can look back and think, damn, the shit that we were sold in the 80s and 90s and stuff like that, it is not. It's, it, it was all a sham. Inflation. All like it was a. You guys don't care about us. It was blase. As in compared to people my age, when we call. They don't care. They're not upset. People my age, they're always nice when they're called. Even, oh, it's okay. I'm a renter. It's whatever. But the shit that we be turned up on is stupid shit like, I ain't even going to say stupid shit, but, you know, we're, we're being sold the dream. We're being sold the dream on, um, excess maybe our parents were sold the dream on access and we were sold the dream on excess let's see if i can walk through this access okay go to school graduate or maybe just get you a job get you a uh, uh, 401k blase blah and ride off into the sunset you don't need a lot shit don't cost much whatever 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 my generation We're still being sold on school, but we're also in an age where there's independent. Independent. I did a quotations if you couldn't hear me. Independent information, which means though we're being sold on maybe an American dream of what was. The internet and social media is selling us the dream of individualism and excess, generational wealth, $100,000 a year, high value men, boss bitch, power couples, rich aunties. That's the that's what my generation right now is being sold to dream on. Everybody out here trying to get it for self. Again, wasn't necessarily sure where I was going with that. Just kind of needed a podcast topic to talk about. And uh, that popped up in my head today at work. But I'm going to flush that one out because I kind of liked where I got to where that one point of access and excess. 
I kind of like that. But um, okay. Uh, I think I'm about an hour in, 52 minutes. So let's see if there's anything else I would like to talk about. I really do need to get to the gym. Um, because I haven't been to the gym in weeks. I, I I've been I I was I got to start getting consistent back with the gym. Honestly, man. Um, this not that's the only thing I hate about this nine to five work schedule. It, it it kind of fucks me up and talking all day. That shit kind of just drains me and excuses, 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 excuses. But um, all right. I don't think there's anything else I would like to say. Actually, there is. One last thing. <laughs> Parking tickets. I had to get my shit renewed, my uh, my registration and stuff, uh, or just actually not my registration. I just had to get my license um, renewed uh, this past year for my birthday, and uh, I had got a ticket months ago. I think sometime in May, I got a ticket, and uh, I didn't pay it at the time. It was like seventy three bucks. I didn't pay it. I knew eventually what was going to happen when I do come around to pay it. I'm going to get, you know, they're going to tax me. I knew that because a couple years ago, uh, that summer, uh, where I stayed, I was sleep. I was sleeping on my nigga Weezy's couch for about a month in, uh, between his couch and goddamn parking garages. And, uh, this is how sick fucking California is. Niggas that do anything to get some money. In Los Angeles, especially in the neighborhood that I that I was living in, but in most places in all in Los Angeles, parking is not, I repeat, is not readily available within the city. Parking is tough to find. I live in a valley now. You can come up, you can find parking damn near anywhere in the valley. Because why? It is not L.A. It is not Hollywood. It is not Koreatown. It is not South Central. It is not within the city limits. Again, where parking is not readily available. My nigga Weezy stayed out in Arcadia. Arcadia, like the valley. Matter of fact, probably the same exact distance. <laughs> uh, parking readily available. This is the weird shit. This is how niggas be draining you for your pockets. To park your car overnight in Arcadia. You have to drive to the police office, to the police station. Repeat, you have to drive to the police station. So no matter where you staying at in Arcadia, you have to drive to the police station, pay $10, get a parking pass, just so you can park on a street where you're probably going to be one of maybe 15 cars on that whole entire street 
I'm just going to use Wheezy Street for an example. I think it was called Duarte. Again, $10 just to park on this street from 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. So when you stay in Arcadia, let me just repeat this shit. When you stay in Arcadia, you have to drive to the police station, get you a parking pass. It was $10 in 2018. It's probably more expensive now. Put that shit in your window. Hopefully, like me, it doesn't fall out in the seat. That's how I got the ticket. That's how I found out that you will get taxed. Because I thought I disputed the shit. I sent in pictures, blah, blah, blah. The shit was not disputed. Come January, I go to motherfucking uh, renew my shit. Bitch told me like $380. I'm like, God damn. I'm like, what happened? Why the price? Why y'all raise the price so high? Just to, I'm like, this is what living in California is like? I was, nigga, that was the last thing I was trying to do that day. Then she was like, no, it says you have an unpaid parking ticket. I was like, what? An unpaid parking ticket? Then it hit me, and I said, hold up, where was it at? I was like, was it Arcadia? She was like, yep. I was like, God damn it. My brother, <laughs> my poor brother, man. I was looking at his snap yesterday. Them niggas had my boy's car on the back of the shit. My nigga has 10 unpaid parking tickets. Soon as he said the number 10, I already knew. Oh, my nigga finna come out of pocket. They finna bust my nigga over the head. They finna bust my nigga clean over the fucking head. I think my nigga say it all together. To get his car back, he gonna he gonna have to pay a little over three three bands. Think he got to pay a band for this sixty percent of two bands of this and and some mo shit and some mo shit. Oh um, yeah, crazy, crazy. So I say all that to say, uh, no matter where you live. But especially if your ass live in Los Angeles, pay your damn parking tickets. Do not let. And it's so easy to forget. It is. It's so easy to forget about them. Pay them damn parking tickets. I'll tell you what happened to me. I seen what happened to my bro. And you can watch what can happen to you if you ever see the movie Liar Liar. Pay your damn parking tickets, Wody. And, uh. With that, I think I'm going to get on about this bitch. I think I'm going to get on about it. I don't know what I want to play, though. You know, for the big hundo. Like some, maybe some Dom Kennedy. Some Doja Cat. Nah, I ain't going to play no motherfucking Doja Cat. But I don't know what the fuck I want to play, man. Like, it ain't really. I don't know. It ain't EV. I don't know. What a, what a young nigga want to play. Ah, oh, I know exactly what I what I want to play. Matter of fact, because that shit was just grooving. My nigga was going stupid. Yeah, we finna do that right quick. Yeah, holla, holla at that boy.
I gotta know how niggas felt when this song dropped back in the day. <laughs> like this shit had to ring off like like a Drake verse. Damn, again, before I let y'all niggas go, pay your goddamn parking tickets. Uh, pay your damn parking tickets, man. They're going to they gonna treat you dirty. They're going to do you wrong. Just seeing on my brother's IG, golly. That was the real reaction. Fuck my brother's shit all up. Had the bumper and shit all jacked up. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about your shit. Yeah, they like, fuck it, nigga. If you ain't going to pay them parking tickets, nigga, when we get your shit, it's fuck you, bitch. That's how they treat niggas. Got my niggas bumper and shit hanging all Like, God damn. Fuck my niggas shit all up. They don't give a... F niggas is wrong. They dead cold. But all right, Wody. You hear me? We about this bitch. Uh, for real, dog. <laughs> niggas is wildin'. 